Hello beauties, I'm Jessie Huntenberg. I am the host of the Genius Garden podcast and the creator of the Genius Garden Tarot. And today I'm going to offer you your tarot scopes for the month of June. In case you are a tarot reader yourself or you're looking to learn the cards, and the deck that I've created here speaks to you in any way through this reading, you can feel free to check out the link below and pre-order the Genius Garden Tarot. Decks will be shipping in August or September of this year. I will be pulling a card for each of the 12 zodiac signs. Be sure to listen to your sun, moon, and rising signs taroscopes to get the, the best overview of what the next four weeks are going to look like for you. I'm just going to pull a card for each of the signs and, and go for it and interpret the messages as they come through to me and deliver them to you. Aries, for the month of June, you have received the magician. It's time for you to step into your power by recognizing everything it is that you have to offer, all of the resources at your disposal, and how amazing you are at actually using what you have to create beautiful things. The Magician is all about embodied awareness of personal competence, in my humble opinion. The Magician is best channeled when we have something we want to accomplish and achieve. And maybe we don't really know exactly what that looks like yet. Maybe we don't have all of the steps that we need in place to kind of get from point A to point Z. And we're trying to figure that out. Maybe we're trying to kind of be our own cheerleader and psych ourselves up to really go forth and manifest something fantastic. The magician is confident. If nothing else, the magician is confident. Sometimes that confidence doesn't isn't always rewarded, especially if there's some bravado associated with it. But sometimes you need to fake it till you make it. Sometimes you just need to really channel that confident sense of self in order to take the next step. I talk a lot about, or I have in the past, spoken a lot about the importance of self-belief in believing in ourselves and how that's like, that's the mindset that we need in order to tackle big things and to really go for it. The magician believes in themselves, okay? The magician knows that they can manifest great things. So if you've been in a space of self-doubt, if you're stuck and wondering what's next, or if you have like an idea or a vision for something, but you just really haven't gone forth and begun that process, now is the perfect time for you to do so, Aries. The magician has your back, is in your corner, and is ready to give you that confidence and that power that you need to really bring some beautiful things into being. Taurus, you have received the Page of Pentacles. I always see the Page of Pentacles as someone who's at the beginning of a, a, a project journey. They see before them what they want to materialize. They know what it is. It's very clear to them. And it's also very physical. It's very tangible. can be related to um, health goals, finance goals, um, even interpersonal relationship goals, you know, less in terms of like emotional connection, more in terms of like networking. Um, 
But really, you are in a space right now where you have your eyes, your eyes on the prize. You know what the prize is. And it's time to just get the ball rolling. It's funny that this is a similar message to what Aries received. Um, the magician is all about channeling that energy and that ability. It is, it's very much about energy and action. This is more about getting clear about the steps that you want to take and, and going after it and going, going for it. So Taurus, this is the perfect time for you to sit and get clear about this new opportunity that's appearing to you on the horizon. Maybe it's one that you've kind of conjured in your mind and, you know, the, the, the actual situation has conspired to line things up for you where you can see this clearly as something that you can pursue. Uh, or maybe it's something that was kind of almost delivered to you, something that just cropped up out of nowhere and ignited a, a spark and kind of uh, gave you some sort of epiphany that let you know that, hey, this is this is the next step. This is this is where we need to go. If you just had that moment, it's a good idea to write things down to clarify. Um, I'm actually getting a lot of Page of Swords energy through this card for you specifically, this need to kind of plan, this need to structure, this need to kind of um, focus, focus in on what it is, the opportunity that's arising or this opportunity that you're creating right now so that you can get really clear about what the next step is. Gemini, Ace of Wands. The aces in the tarot represent potentiality of the entire suit. It's almost like it is the essence of the suit without embodiment. In the case of wands, this represents the essence of desire, the essence of action, the essence of creativity, that fire, that spark. Some, something new is coming to the surface for you, uh, a new desire a new longing. You can even call, you know, the ace of wands. You can even refer to it as like uh, the beginning of a calling, the beginning of something deep within that's motivating you to act, to create. Uh, it, it's this fire. It's again, motivation. I'm getting very, very strongly motivation. Motivation is coming. Um, you know, whether or not you feel that you're in that space right now where you're deeply motivated or you feel like you're kind of, uh, you're not quite there yet. If you're not quite there yet, the fire is coming. The fire is going to start. And this is something I also want to say, actually. When it comes to motivation and when it comes to like get getting going and getting the verve, the you can even call it the libido, up to do something, it really helps if you kind of just start moving in any way that you can. If you take a small step at a time. Uh, sometimes we feel like we're, I think sometimes we get stuck or stagnant because we're waiting for this like huge, this huge spark of inspiration to just like motivate us and animate us and like send us forth. But sometimes, usually, honestly, it's it's more subtle, um, these ins this inspiration to to act. It usually comes as a result of us just continually showing up even when we don't want to and like putting in the work. I know that doesn't sound quite as sexy 
as maybe some other interpretations might be. But I've also, I've found this to be the case for me that, you know, if I'm like consistently moving and doing something each day, then it's almost like I'm priming myself for those moments of deep inspiration. Um, But if I'm just, you know, sitting there passively waiting to be inspired, I can be stuck in a rut for a long time. So I think in terms of action, this is a call for you to kind of begin, just get moving a little bit, get moving a little bit, get going a little bit, um, kind of start this process to get some momentum so that the deep inspiration that's going to find its way to you can, can get there more quickly. Cancer, you have justice. Justice traditionally represents the law. Um, It represents the balance between what it is that we personally want and desire, like our genius, our, our, our unique spiritual and physical entity desires, and that which is um, like permissible and possible within the external realm. It's almost like justice is inviting you to have a conversation with your environment to figure out where you can go, what you can do next, what's possible within the realm of what it is that you want and desire. So say that you want to go on a huge European tour, right? This is something that you've always wanted. It's just something that speaks to you deeply. It's always been a dream of yours, Um, but you don't have the funds to do so. We all know that in order to take a trip like that, you know, we need to have, we need to have funds. It's just, it's like a necessary evil. Um, if this is something that you really want to do, the, the, the more quickly you accept that you're going to need to shift and change your life and perhaps make some sacrifices to make that happen, the sooner you're going to get the ball rolling on that. Okay, so just generally the four cards that we've received, there's this invitation for all of us, it's feeling like, to get the ball rolling, to get things started. Um, You know, we're almost, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere, we're like about a month away, a little less than a month away um, from the the beginning of summer. And spring is the time that we get the ball rolling and spring is almost over. I feel like this is kind of our, this is a message from the cosmos and the cards to kind of pick up the slack. If you haven't really been matching the energy of your environment, again, if you're in the Northern hemisphere and you haven't really gotten the ball rolling and you've still, you still like have yet to kind of shake off some of that winter sluggishness, this is the time. This is the time to do it now. There's, there's, there's definitely this energy of like agency and starting things and new beginnings that are coming through, um, that are coming through the cards. And also this energy, like, and it doesn't always happen this way that I feel like the cards, the, the messages in the cards are all connected to one another, especially within like the realm of terascopes. But I definitely feel like, regardless of what your sign is, this is a message for all of us. Um, it's time to get, it's time to get real about what we want to bring about. It's time to recognize how, what we need to do in our environment to get the ball rolling there. Okay. Leo. Strength. How, how apt. (laughs) 
a lion for a lion. So going off of this whole theme of like our reading being kind of like this macro reading for all of us, in order to really get the ball rolling and to start and to start to do things, to create, to make, to go, to seek, we need to develop self-discipline and we need to be very aware of our triggers and very aware of the ways in which we our shadow pops up to sabotage us, to keep us from expanding, to keep us from growing into the stuff of our genius. So our shadow is the aspect of us that is repressed or suppressed. I think it's repressed technically if we're talking about the unconscious. Uh, it's what we don't necessarily enjoy about ourselves. It's, it's, a, it's definitely usually fear-based largely. Um, and it's something that we don't recognize, we don't see because we don't really want to see it. And what happens is it ends up popping up at the most inopportune times, those times when we're really trying to take a step forward to try to prevent us from doing so. Why? Why? Why would our shadow want to prevent us from moving forward? Because whenever we take a step forward, we are stepping outside of the comfort zone and we're putting ourselves in a space of risk. So the shadow seems to pop up and self-sabotage when we're about to expand, to make us shrink and contract when we really want to grow larger. We have to, part of strength, in my humble opinion, is being aware of of that entity, of like the wild animal within that has this immediate fight or flight response and doesn't take the time necessary to kind of consider the threat and consider whether or not it's even it's even is a threat. Like we have this primitive brain that will try and keep us from, you know, it's trying to protect us, it's trying to keep us safe, but we do not live in a time where we have to worry about being eaten by predators. You know, we've emerged from the food chain, so we could see a deadline as some kind of mortal threat, and that is not actually a mortal threat, and that is where our logic and rationality has to come in. That's where we have to, like, you know, bring it back, temper it a little bit. Strength is the ability to kind of have that self-discipline, to bring it back a little bit, to consider what it is that we're feeling, to make a good, well-informed choice, and to do so consistently, okay? So consistency, persistence, keep your eyes out for your shadow, and um, make sure you're doing what you can to kind, of, to kind of corral it, to kind of tame it a little bit so it doesn't take over and just destroy everything you've created for yourself, Leo. All right, Virgo, Eight of Cups. Virgo, it is time for you to walk away from something painful in your past that's just not serving you any longer. Um, there comes a time when we have to recognize that it's time to let go of a grieving process or it's time to let go of pain and sadness over something that we can't change. I really feel that the Eight of Cups, um, this whole, this card, this archetype is representative of that moment of acceptance where we accept the pain that we feel, where we've, we've actually, we felt it fully, we've experienced it. Um, we've really gone through the process of honoring it and understanding it. It's that moment where we come to a space of acceptance at the end of the grieving process where we just accept that this is something that happened. Um, that we can't undo the past and where we also we get this sense that we deserve to grow beyond it 
Uh, so if you've been in a space of pain, Virgo, we are in Virgo, yes. If you've been in a space of pain, Virgo, and you're feeling like it's time to close that chapter, um, you're right. It's time to close that chapter. It's time to move on. You've done what you can. Um, and also what hurt you is in the past and you're strong enough and self-aware enough not to invite this in your future. It's time. It's also, it's really time to walk away so that you don't invite this into your future. Like we really do have to accept certain experiences in order to really move on from them in, in the way that keeps us from recreating them um, or falling into, I don't even want to say recreating, falling into the same pattern yet again of being hurt in the same way. Like I really do believe that once we really see it for what it is, once we really feel what it is that we're feeling, um, that we're able to go through that process, that like the last stage is like accepting and letting go. And when we really truly do let go, um, we are much less likely to like recreate that process in the future. So Virgo, feel free to let go and, and walk on. You deserve, you deserve it. You deserve to grow. You deserve to heal. Libra, 10 of pentacles. This is actually one of my favorite cards that I painted. I just, I don't know. I just love it. <laughs> um, in the upper right hand corner, we have the elder handing the pentacles to the, um, you know, the middle-aged handing the pentacle to the young child. The Ten of Pentacles represents legacy. Um, and it is the legacy that we create for others. You know, we are part of that legacy we create, but it's this concept that grows far beyond the ego, far beyond the individual self, and considers how you are what legacy you're leaving for future generations. No person lives on an island. How it is that we show up in the world influences everyone in our community. You know, whether we want that responsibility or not, it's a like it is a responsibility responsibility that each of us has. Who it is that we are in the world impacts the world. And I think that that paradigm, like really, really getting like into bed with that, and realizing that, like realizing that you cannot be completely solitary. Um, even if you were to renounce all, I, I just, I feel this, you know, even if you're to renounce all titles, all roles, all responsibilities, and to go live um, on a mountain somewhere, um, those who know you before will miss you. You can say that, that that they're responsible for their feelings there, that's true, but like what you do has an impact on your environment, on your family, on your community. So consider what your impact is right now. What impact are you having on your family? You know, what impact are you having on your community just based on the way that you show up in the world? And once you consider that, um, consider how you feel about that. Consider whether or not there's some things you want to shift and change. Um, consider what legacy you want to leave behind after you're gone. You know, what, um, what do you want to offer to those who are coming after you? Scorpio. Oh, yay. I am a Scorpio sun. And, you know, I always 
You know, Scorpios are always said to be so dark and, and moody and mysterious, but I guess I'm also, um, I'm a, a Leo rising. So I'm like, I'm not always dark and moody and mysterious, although I, I am, but uh, the sun, anywho, the sun, Scorpio, my, you deserve to live some time in the light, spend some time in the light. Um, oh, just leave behind the darkness for a moment. Uh, leave behind, this is such great, so I love to get, be able to give this advice. Um, leave behind the brooding, leave behind even the shadow work, leave behind the deep dark considerations of who it is that you are, how it is that you're showing up in the world, really. It's a very different message than the previous. This is a message, you just pursue your joy, Scorpio. This month, pursue your joy. You know, even spend some time physically outside, bathing in the rays of the sun, letting that light animate you. Let yourself be joyful. <laughs> Let yourself be joyful. You deserve to have a good time. Scorpio, you deserve to be light. You deserve to be illuminated. Let your light shine this month. You can always get back to that introspection. There's always time. There's always time for you. Just enjoy. Just enjoy this time right now. Connect with your joy. Give yourself permission to do so. Um, you deserve it just as much as anyone else. Sagittarius, nine of pentacles. This is one of my personal favorite cards in the tarot, full stop. And this is one of another one of my favorites that uh, I painted. This, the, the nine of pentacles embodies independence and prosperity that was acquired that you just went and, and got for your own for your own good self. Um, I always, you know, I can't, I, I don't even like to use this phrase necessarily, but like there's definitely like girl boss vibes to the Nine of Pentacles. Um, but I think what's really empowering about this card is, you know, if you feel like, if, if you're falsely convinced that you need to rely on a lot of other people in order to make things happen, know that you don't. Um, it's always amazing to create a network, to have a network. Um, and it's always a good idea to reach out and ask for help when you need it and to seek support when what you need is to seek support. But also, if you feel like that support isn't necessarily there, if you feel like those connections aren't really coming right now or they faded away a little bit, um, you don't need to doubt, or, or you feel even that those you would, you know, ask for help in certain areas aren't available. Um, it's okay that they're not available. It's okay that like your your network maybe isn't flourishing at the moment for whatever reason, because actually you're capable. You're capable of going out and doing it yourself, my dear. Um, that's empowering. You don't have to, but you can. You can, you can go out and make things happen um, and know that and like own that, feel good about that, feel good about that independence, knowing that you don't have to rely on others who may not even be reliable um, to go out and create the life of your dreams. I think that's what's most empowering, honestly, about the Nine of Pentacles is like if you find yourself in a situation where those who are available aren't reliable, um, 
do you know what that i'm sure that will cause pain but honestly it's okay you've got this you can do this you really can capricorn four of wands take some time this month to create solid stable foundations because it's it's so important it's so important to nurture like i actually i see this card and i do think about the, your immediate family and like again family can be um group of roommates all right but like your immediate family those who surround you creating a really loving supportive stable environment where you are in your home take some time to do that this month um you know how do you do this by really consistently communicating with those that you share space with by showing them that you care by offering to help by um really showing up and and you know helping out within the vicinity of the home maybe it's time to spruce some things up maybe it's time to get organized maybe it's time to um create some structures that are actually going to support you in the coming months rather than just relying on constant you know conversations or missed connections like get, yeah feather your nest feather your nest your space really attend to those close relationships and the physical space that you share and the like day-to-day functioning of that space and you'll be you'll be well served okay aquarius two of swords you've done the cost benefits analysis you just you're at a place where you need to make a choice or a decision and it's just not clear which one's the best one and often we find ourselves in these positions where we this position where we take all this time to make a list to hem and haw to project ourselves in the future and to see you know what this might look like what this might look like and this actually this reminds me of of alan watts I'm going to butcher it because I cannot, I just can't, I don't, my mind doesn't work in a way that remembers like quotes verbatim. I remember the concept. I never remember the exact words, but I remember him speaking about our, like the way that we tend to make a choice and we, we logic it out. We think we logic, we think we logic, we think we logic. And then we just, then we just make a choice based on how it is that we feel. Um, and that how it is that we feel is our intuition. I think that the, I honestly think that the two of swords represents both that process of deep logical consideration and that choice that we make based on our intuition. And that is why this figure here, um, her third eye is open. Um, you know, she has to use something beyond logic and rationality to help her make this choice because it's just not, um, it's just not clear. It's just not clear to her. And sometimes you just have to trust the process that you've undergone and then just trust what you feel might be the best choice and decision because there's just no way of knowing exactly how things are going to turn out finally pisces you have the four of cups so four of cups in the genius garden tarot is a little bit different it almost looks like she's reaching out for that cup, but really what it is is like her hand is actually blinding her vision. Like she can't actually see the cup because the hand she's reaching up into the cosmos, you know, reaching up into the sky is like blocking out 
that choice. And her hand, her other hand is still like, you know, very much down to earth with the three cups that are before her. Four of cups is all about um, letting go and moving forward. Very similar to the eight of cups, but just a very different vibe. The cups that, you know, that are before her aren't necessarily those that represent deep pain. Uh, or even loss, they just represent a state of being that has run its course, but that you're still fixated, or you're still living in, you're still fixated upon, um, such that you can't see the new opportunity that's presenting itself to you. So, you know, if you have some grievances, or, you know, if things have been a little bit muddled in your experience, even if you're a little bit bored, um, but you can't seem to stop fixating, uh, it's time to just stop fixating because something new is presenting itself for you. And the stasis or the static that you're feeling right now uh, is because you're clinging. It's because you're clinging. Um, you really need to just kind of like change your paradigm um, and change your perspective and like stop, again, stop fixating on where it is that you are right now and just look up for a second and, and take a step back and see what's presenting itself to you because whatever's before you right now that you're fixating on, like the answer is not there. It's actually elsewhere. So if you can take a moment to kind of look away and open, open your eyes and look around and see what's there for you, you'll be very well served. Thank you so much for joining me for these June Tariscopes. Again, if you would like these delivered to your inbox each month so you don't miss them, feel free to sign up for the newsletter linked below and likewise pre-orders for the genius garden tarot deck are now open the deck speaks to you or you want to learn more about it follow the pre-order link and you will learn and be able to pre-order and receive your deck sometime in august or september of this year so much love beauty may you have a beautiful june and i will speak with you soon